everybody. It is January 1st, 2015, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and with me this evening is Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello. Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Hangover suck. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Jackie Turner. Oh, he totally stole my joke. (laughs) And still steering the ship and doing a fine, fine job of it, Mr. Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello. It's my birthday in three days. (laughs) Happy birthday, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, okay, everybody, welcome. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed last week's show where we uh, deliberated a few of our categories. We are going to be doing the same uh, today. We are going to be deliberating our best music of the year, uh, best looking game of the year, and best downloadable game of the year, or download only. Download only. Download only of the year. Um. Yeah. We're going to get right into it because... Time is of the essence. It's true. Bobby, what's up? All right, so we're going to kick this thing off with best music from a game. Na, um, na, na. <laughs> and it's intentionally called best music and not best original score because often games are amalgamations of music, obviously. So mm-hmm. um, that doesn't disqualify them in this category. Okay. Um, so let's get on with it. Justin, what are your three for best music of the year? Transistor? Surprise. <laughs> I just had to Destiny. Say that. Okay. And The Walking Dead. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Steve. My nominations for best soundtrack are Far Cry 4, Transistor, and Destiny. Oh, boy. A rare vote from Steve for Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> the music in Destiny is inspiring. Yes. Love it. Jackie. I, uh, okay. <laughs> Destiny as well. Of course. Just good. Whenever it comes on, I my entire family are like, we were, we were, we were. There's this whole like, there's what? The, <laughs> you can sing like we wow to the whole thing, and it completely. You just sound sense. like a chorus of peanuts. <laughs> Try it out. It's wah, awesome. wah, 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 Did you make wah, it your theme it. on the PlayStation? Because you make it your theme, Ooh, it plays when you put it up. <laughs> That's a very good idea. I should do that. That's cool. And I just do like voices like, <laughs> it's been a long time since we were around. <laughs> We're about to watch MasterChef. That's <laughs> very dramatic voices for very mundane things. <laughs> All right, so Destiny. Okay. Um, Child of Light. Okay. And Pixel Junk Shooter. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Yep. Rob. I have Transistor and Destiny also. So, okay. uh, But my third is Bravely Default. Okay. So I also have Transistor and Destiny. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's going to make um, Transistor and Destiny locks for this category, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm very happy about because I feel like they're the best two musics of the <laughs> of the entire year. Um, so Transistor and Destiny are locked for best music. Um, okay. My third was Shovel Knight. was my third for best music of the year. Ooh. Um, let's go over quickly. Let's go over Wildcard just in case it, 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 it unmerks the picture a little bit. Okay. Justin. Smash Brothers. Interesting. <laughs> also my wild card. <laughs> uh, Steve. Sunset Overdrive. Okay. Jackie. Oh, you guys are going to love this one. Rayman Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> you don't have a wild card? Yeah, it was that. You don't have so another one? Yeah. No. No. I'm All good. right. <laughs> Rob. And mine was uh, Theater Rhythm, Curtain Call, oh, okay. Final Fantasy. All right, so none of those helped us at all. <laughs> so, 
was theater rhythm the, the new one curtain, curtain call is yeah the new one. For, that, was, that for was, the, was for this year how was that oh amazing just oh. as good as the first one yeah. are you done playing a cover okay <laughs> does, right. two, does two wild cards equal one vote no because no. if we really wanted them to be in the yeah, running, they would have been in their top three. Right. I would say Valiant Hearts deserves a mention, but it's no point. Like no one no. else mentioned it. Really good music though. It, yeah, especially yeah. the opening theme is yeah. very good. I love yeah. like the French like kind of twenties mm-hmm. music that they have going on there. Um, all right, so we have three spots, and we have Shovel Knight, The Walking Dead, Far Cry Four, Child of Light, Pixel Junk Shooter, and Bravely Default. Um. So what are we going to get rid of? <laughs> if I can, I'm, I'm going to say something for Far Cry 4. Absolutely. Um, Far Cry 4, not only does it have instrumentals uh, that kind of rise and fall as the action of the game kicks in and fades away, um, there's also a lot of musical cues for whenever danger is around. That music is kind of its its own its own element within the game that kind of lets you know where the game is steering you and whether you're about to enter into combat so on and so forth. However, in addition to that, there is a lot of authenticity and a lot of things that are true to where they are that they have bands on that soundtrack and played throughout that game that if you're into that stuff, I'm very, very much into a band called Dengue Fever that... I could swear I haven't looked it up, but I could swear that they're participants in the soundtrack. If they're not, then there are bands that are directly influenced by Dengue Fever. It is um, very highly energetic. It's taking screwing me up here. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a- you are Mr. Selfie. Come on, we've talked about this before. I am allowed to take selfies while you're. You're talking. totally allowed to take selfies. <laughs> All right. Good. Right. Carry on. Right. Fine. <laughs> you could take selfies of me talking about this thing. Um, I got completely derailed now. It's <laughs> when I when the when you're driving around in the car. Okay, there is. Are we we counting like radio personalities? Well, yeah. It's all music. I mean, yeah. there's the music in the game. There's there's a DJ that is basically heading up the radio stations in Far Cry 4 one specifically that for some reason every truck is always tuned in. For all I know, they could only have one damn radio station. Mm. It's hilarious. Well, I mean, that's not music though. I would say I, if there's radio music going on, okay, that's included. But I, I, well, there is like what I'm talking about with the other stuff, like the like the Dengue Fever style yeah. stuff. There's a lot of that, and I like you're talking like you know, like didgeridoos and crazy guitar, like surf guitars and stuff like that. And like when you get into, uh, like let's say you're being chased, you're on a chase mission and there's trucks coming and stuff like that. They've purposefully chosen like really high energy tracks and songs for those parts that elevate those moments even more so. Like it's already exciting enough that when you're, you know, you're going down the mountainside and you're you're in the car and then you just launch right off of a of a cliff face and as you jump out of the car to like pull out your squirrel suit and fly down into a canyon to get away from everybody you can hear the music going away as the car drops from beneath you and suddenly all of that music fades into the background and like almost like it's in real time and is replaced by this you know the serene sounds of the island and where you are and the the zip and pull of the of the squirrel suit, I just think that the the music in that game 
is a, is a large contributor as to why that game is so exciting and engaging that it follows your gaming experience and isn't just something that's overlaid throughout the game. Gotcha. Uh, Jackie and Rob have both played Far Cry? Yeah, but not that far in to really have an opinion on the uh, music. Nothing sticking out to me. Okay. All right. Um, well, my question to you, Steve, is uh, from what you're talking about, I'm sure the music is great. What you're talking about to me, you, you seem to be more impressed by the sound design to me than you know, the incorporation of the sounds in the world and stuff like that. It was a big part of what you were just talking about. You talked about the music, yeah. but you also talked ha- about half the time about the incorporation of sound into the world, like the, the radio and the sound, the, the serene sounds of the island, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying, I haven't played it, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking about what I, I heard from you. But let's keep it on the table and let's talk about some other stuff. Um, uh, well, I mean, for me, Shovel Knight is just because uh, it's amazing music that I feel like it is in the style of, you know, that kind of golden era of of video game music, that 8-bit, 16-bit era, but it's completely fresh and new and has great themes and it completely memorable. It's the kind of soundtrack I want to listen to when I'm not playing the game. Um, so that's why Shelf Knight's on there for me. But um, Jackie, I want to hear about Child of Light. Um, the thing with the music in this is it perfectly complements the overall theme which i've talked about before on the shows um the overall theme and feel of child of light is this fairy tale magical storybook uh game and it perfectly it's the you know delicate violins and uh like swelling crescendos for certain parts and it's mainly it's not even so much about how good the music is in itself it's about how perfectly it complements the game and the style of game itself mm. Okay, awesome. Um, Justin. Walking Dead. Tell me about The Walking Dead. You know, The Walking Dead is this game where people are dying all over the place. And the score that they have uh, for the the two seasons um, that they've run reflects that mood. Uh, It instantly gets you in the the place where you're like, bad stuff's going to happen when I play this game. And it's not sweeping and it, it it's not the first thing that you notice but when you play it long enough and that that familiar violin comes in it's just this gut-wrenching feeling and like you just feel sad when listening to it and that's that's the emotion that the game wants you to feel you want you to feel that like depressed and upset and angry at times and that's what the music really conveys now let me ask you a question. I I haven't played them enough to to know this. Do you think the music on its own is great, or that it's a just a good companion to the story? I've listened to the the um the one theme that runs throughout the game on. You can't buy it, but I've listened to it repeatedly on YouTube. I I think it's a beautiful piece of music. Mm-hmm. You know, does that last, does that compare with maybe some of the other games on the list? Like, I'm not going to fight super hard for it, but I I feel like it should be mentioned and everyone should hear this piece. It's beautiful. And to be fair, I'm kind of the same with Child of Light. Mm -hmm. Like, that question you just asked Justin can easily be posed to me for this one. And I would Mm -hmm. say the same kind of thing. I'm not going to fight as hard for this. I feel like it should be mentioned because it's an important part of the game is the score would I listen to it independently of the game? No, because like I said, mm. the reason I like it is because of how well it complements the game. Right. And, and again, the, it, the, it's not, 
compulsory that it has to be something you would listen to on its own. It exists in a narrative for a reason, right? Yeah, of course, but it also put up against other games mm. that the soundtrack can stand alone yeah. as a piece of music. Right. It can be a deciding factor, I think. Right. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the only thing, Justin, from hearing you talk about Walking Dead is just that I, I'm sure this one theme is fantastic, but do you think that there's other pieces of music that, that are kind of in the same class? The music is just... The one theme that they have mm. is the part that they'll really get into, right? When when things are going down, even when the like they'll they'll slightly change it in a way, like when things are going on. But like say like there's a gunfire scene, I'm not really paying attention to the you know, or they're they're not trying to push the theme there. Or in other games, like you know, I'm just gonna throw out Uncharted mm-hmm. for example. When gunfire is going on, you can hear the theme in the background. Right. It, it, it wants to get you to feel pumped up mm-hmm. and you know this sense of adventure. The Walking Dead, it really shoves itself in, in a way when it wants you to feel emotion. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it's more subtle. It's way more subtle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that seems like it would, be, it would fit better for that game, because that game is much more subtle of a game yeah. than, than something like Uncharted, um, the typical kind of big action yeah. game. Um, Rob, Bravely Default. And, and this is definitely on the top of my list mm-hmm. of the year. Um, first off, as a soundtrack itself, it's two and a half hours of a 50 plus piece orchestra with a rock band on top, like two electric guitars, drums, electric keyboard. It's amazing. So just the mix of the two is as over the top as the game is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've, they've held live concerts, uh, two hour long concerts of them playing the soundtrack with thousands upon thousands of people going, um, I just think it's it's absolutely beautiful, but again, it's going to be people's taste. So, I, look, I mean, I, I I think that you, I mean, I I I'm pretty sure that look, we we did we all who didn't have all of us had Destiny on the list, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. four out of the five of us had Transistor on the list. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, I'm just I'm just trying to figure this out. So, I mean, judging by the way you're talking about it, just the way you're talking about it, I feel like it probably belongs to be. Uh, on this list, yeah, I would have no problem with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, so let's 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 lock in bravely default. Um, so this leaves us with um, Shovel Knight, uh, The Walking Dead, Far Cry Four, Child of Light, and Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate mm-hmm. for the from the PS4. Now, Jackie, what is it about Pixel Junk Shooter? Pixel Junk Shooter is just so much fun. Like, and the soundtrack is so much fun. It's like a, a mix of like trip hop, hip hop stuff. Like, there's an English influence, like if you've ever listened to something like The Streets or Dizzy Rascal, Tiny Temper, that kind of thing, it's got that kind of feel to it. And the whole time you're playing, it's just got this like driving beat to it that makes you want to do better in the game. And it's it's one of the few soundtracks that I can, I'll walk away and like be humming it to myself hours later mm-hmm. and I can listen to it independently. It's, okay. I, you know, I, I would, that's one of the ones I would really love all you guys to take just, because the game is not huge. Put a couple of hours into the game and just like listen to that soundtrack while you're playing it. Mm. Are you more for that over Child of Light? Uh, yeah, actually. Just because I think it's original. It's it's mm-hmm. a lot more original. Like Child of Light, I love, but... like I, I was just going to say, because like, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Yeah, no, I said Child of Light, I love, but when it comes to like stepping away from the game and looking at the soundtrack independently... Mm-hmm. I would go with Pixel Junk. See, just from your description of Pixel Junk Shooter, I want to hear that more than right. I want to hear Child of Light again. Not to slight Child of Light by any means. It is a, a beautiful score and a beautiful soundtrack. 
but it didn't evoke anything that I I haven't heard before in other RPGs and other fantasy elements. Exactly. And you need to be playing the game to appreciate the soundtrack. Whereas I think Pixel Junk, you can appreciate the soundtrack without playing the game. Well, I played the Pixel Junk uh, shooter that was released before this newer version and the music for that was fantastic. Yes. So if it's anything like that, I have a lot more confidence in Pixel Junk being being a better soundtrack than Child of Light. Yeah. I would love for everyone to uh, just take a little time and, and try it out. Well, I'm totally okay with Pixel Junk shooter ultimate being on here yeah I, i've played it i thought the music was good yeah um so it leaves us with three for one spot which is shovel knight the walking dead and far cry 4 well all right i can't i i see i i can't i can't gauge i feel like if everybody plays far cry 4 you you may get into it but you might not well i mean steve if you if you if you really think it's d- d- no no dependent no, a separate then obviously um, you connecting with the music because it reminds you of music that you love. Right. If you feel like the soundtrack is universally good, then it deserves to stay in the conversation. Absolutely. I think it's I think it's excellent. Okay. So then I don't. We're not going to just walk away from it. Okay. Um, I, look, I, I I was really surprised that Shovel Knight wasn't on your list. I was really surprised. <laughs> See, Far Cry I, Three had the better soundtrack. <laughs> well, we're not judging it against Far Cry Three. <laughs> <laughs> I. Well, I've, I've never played. It's Far a little Cry preview for a later for for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm curious to hear what everybody else has to say. It's not to say that I can't be swayed mm. for Shovel Knight. Um, I just I heard those songs so many times because <laughs> I died so much. Actually, wait, I don't know if I died very much playing Shovel Knight. Maybe I didn't. Probably like 40, 50 times. That's something like that. Yeah. And something like that. Um, was it, wait, there was no Rug Legacy. Oh God! <laughs> Rogue Legacy. I, I was thinking about, but then I realized the best music was the title music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when you hear the the castle song, seven hundred times. See, Shovel Knight has that that eight bit. Um, Shovel Knight's got that that eight bit you know vibe going for it, which is always a lot of fun. Um, as far as as picking one for the site that I think everybody would be able to get behind. I would think that Shovel Knight would be a better fit, um, quite possibly, than Far Cry 4. F- Far Cry 4, for me, just if you're talking about music enhancing the gameplay, I mean, you know, you, you'd mentioned sound design, mm. and that's part of it, but I really do, I, I have, a, a, again, a lot of respect, and I really do dig that style of music that when I hear it, it's very, very, very much full of life and, and evokes you know, like I said, excitement to be doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And sound design, as far as soundtracks are concerned, is a little bit of, of something to, to consider. Yeah, I mean, but I think that they're kind of different categories, though. I mean, you know, sound soundtrack is purely the music in the game. Okay. Um, okay. But, no, I mean, look, I'm not saying that Shovel Knight or Walking Dead belongs over Fire Cry 4. That's not what I'm saying. I just mm-hmm. want us to talk about it. Look, I, I am not... I love Shovel Knight. I think the music is fantastic. I am not... My top two are on this list already, mm-hmm. and my absolute number one is on this list already, um, which I think blows the other ones away. So I'm not really like. What was your number one? Transistor. Okay. <laughs> I'm not like incredibly worried about this part of the thing. I do think, right. and I don't know Far Cry, Far Cry Four enough to, to to even argue against it. Far Cry Four is at the top of my list. Okay. I, I'm I'm comfortable putting Far Cry Four in there. That's fine. Okay. All right, so our, our our five are Transistor, Destiny, Bravely Default, Pixel Chunk Shooter Ultimate, and Far Cry 4 for best music of the year. Okay. Um, let's move on to best looking game. All right. So you guys might be slightly wondering what this category means. 
it's not best graphics for the simple reason that you can't compare apples and oranges, right? So we, we don't want to have a conversation about what has the highest pixel count, what has the most polygons, what has the best shading. That's not what this category is about. It's just about the game that has the combination of best art style, you know, um, best visuals to your own kind of subjective eye. So it's not about what game is necessarily technically the prettiest because um, art style definitely comes in to, to, the, to the equation. Rob, what do you got? I have Bayonetta 2. I have Child of Light. Okay. And I have uh, Ground Zero, Metal Gear. Oh, wow. I did not expect that. Um, Jackie. Yes. What are your three for best looking game? <laughs> you think I'm asking you? <laughs> best looking? Oh, you Talk. know what? This one's tough. Into the mic. Yeah, into the mic. Oh. Right? I'm, I'm trying to read and look into this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> crumple, crumple. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna be kind of annoyed at me for a couple of these. But okay. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> you say Rayman. Yeah, you can't say Rayman. It's not Rayman. I okay. promise, it's not Rayman. But it's Child of Light. Okay. Which I'm, I'm good at. It's um, Assassin's Creed Unity. What? I don't care. We are not talking about best playing game. No, but the the graphics are broken. <laughs> the, what you see of them are beautiful. Okay. <laughs> um and fifa 2014 world cup brazil <laughs> it's awesome one oh of my us God. one of us we're gonna bring out a sports game i didn't think it was gonna be you <laughs> <laughs> that game you can't tell if you're watching soccer or you're playing soccer mm. jackie's, now, jackie's that, that over fifa 15 i have not played fifa 15 yes which you is did the only reason. no i didn't i played it for like 10 minutes no, with you before i got oh we played 14 we played a lot we played of 14, 14. yeah yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember which. Yes, we it was the World here. Cup one because yeah. it's the one I have. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's FIFA okay. 14. Right. Yeah. Is basically what it is, but that came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. Yes, it, it came did. out in time for the World Cup. No, they put a patch that was an update for the game, but FIFA 14 came out last year. So I can't have that because it comes in with the remastered thing. No, it's not even remastered. It's just an add-on to the game. It looks exactly like the rest of the game. Damn it. <laughs> Clearly says FIFA 14. Yeah, but right? if it's a sports oh, game, Jackie. Oh, my God. All right, right, let's go around. Fine. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I have Sunset Overdrive. It's all falling apart. Yes. Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> uh, Destiny. Okay. And Bayonetta 2. Right. And Bayonetta 2, you said? Yep. Okay. Justin. Infamous Second Son. Okay. Sunset and Child of Light. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunset, Overdrive, Child of Light, and... Infamous Second Son. Infamous Second Son. Gotcha. All right. So mine are The Swapper, Transistor, and Destiny. The Swapper? Yeah, The Swapper. I would I, I would love to hear your your yeah, I'll, case you're gonna, for it. You're going to hear it. <laughs> it was, <laughs> well, it was a... I really liked the way... The no, I, I really dug the way, but I didn't make it very far. I'm just... I'm wondering where it goes that it would come up as best looking game so um child of light is locked okay it got three votes as it should be and it was actually my wild card as well it was my wild card as well so justin what's your wild card destiny destiny okay um what's your wild card rob infamous for okay all right i'll fight it later (laughs) you'll fight it later no (laughs) if if need be Jackie, I shudder to ask this question. <laughs> what is your wild card? Skyrim. 
Skyrim. It should be right. Can yeah. I just say that? No. 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 All right. I can't believe you haven't said <laughs> Destiny. It's Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's Destiny. Fine. All right. I said it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Move on. All right. So, um, actually, that also locks in Destiny, as as a, as a as in. All right. So that leaves us with, um, well, we have Bayonetta two has two, like real votes. Mm-hmm. Um, Infamous has one and a half, and everything else has one. So let's let's leave Bayonetta and Infamous alone for right now. Okay. And move on to the others. Oh, you want to know my argument for the swapper? Yes. Um. Again, we talked about how it's not just about um, it's not a most graphics category. It's a it's a best looking game, and I think that every single thing that's in the swapper is a scanned in real piece of of material. Is it really? So, yes. So everything is a real thing. Um, all of the all of the the platforms, all of the environments, all of the doors, all of the everything. Um, I are, did not know that. Yeah, are real things uh, scanned into the game. Um, so th- that kind of that kind of unity of art style to me is um, <laughs> unity. Unity, unity of art style to me <laughs> is is really quite astounding and breathtaking. And to achieve it in a way that's so different than the way it's usually achieved um, just blew me away. So th- that kind of fidelity I thought was amazing. So that's that's why it's on. That's why it was one of my nominees uh, for best looking game. Um. So, uh, oh, do we have two for Sunset as well? Yeah, we did. We did, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Just remembering this. I am willing to drop FIFA 2014. Oh, you really? So that you was know. not on the list. <laughs> That's not even on the list. Because it came out last year, Jackie. <laughs> just saying. I was being charitable. Yeah, yeah being very charitable. <laughs> when, you, when you drop Assassin's Creed, no faces. You, you, you can... <laughs> she tried the... to sneak in a Hugh vote. She did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one's for you, Hugh. Um... <laughs> No transistor, Justin. Yeah, I mean, I transistor is gorgeous, but uh, it was the between that and um, what was the other one? It was between that and Child of Light, mm. and uh, the first thing I mean, I I noticed when I looked at Child of Light was the way it looked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the first game I ever actually did a screen uh, screen capture for mm-hmm. because it just blew me away. It looks like a watercolor. It right? does. Every it looks. It looks like scene. it looks like yeah. a painting come to life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it was my number five. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. Jedi Light is gorgeous. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous game. It, de- it definitely deserves to be on this list. Um, Rob, Bayonetta 2. Why for best looking game? Okay. Uh, just the fluidity of the game itself. Um, and mostly for the backgrounds alone. Just the intense mayhem going on. It's almost like a movie going on on top of a video game um and just the mix of all that action and the character designs uh i just think make it such a, a beautiful looking game mm-hmm. and it never loses its quality no no ever. it never does like the game is really really tightly designed and that whole game much like sunset overdrive is built on chaos mm-hmm. and if you can pull it off that the chaos still looks beautiful in in all that's going on, and it still re- retains that quality. I mean, that's that's impressive to mm. me. That's why it was on my list as well. Mm. And like I said, between the character designs, especially the, like the, mm-hmm. the special Nintendo yeah uh, costumes and stuff like that, um, 
it just looks awesome. Also, I mean, like the the scope of the battles. Like there's there's boss fight after boss fight after boss fight in that game. You'll fight four bosses before you actually get to like a minions level or whatever. Mm-hmm. And every time you think it's over, it's not. And the the camera angles that when you transform and when you go into your final forms and you you know you hit those quick time events. I don't even care that I'm playing quick time events because they are so gorgeous and so ridiculously over the top that you can't help but marvel at it. And then as soon as you think that it like it's over and that was the crescendo, there's a, there's a whole other thing waiting for you that is just as gorgeous right after that gorgeous thing that you just saw. So, all right. Look, I'm willing they both have two votes. And I don't think we're, there's going to be a lot of switching on other votes off of these things. So I'm willing to say, we should probably say, Destiny, Child of Light, Bayonetta 2, and Sunset Overdrive. Locked in for four. I'm good with that. I'm totally yeah. good with that. I don't really have many horses in this particular race. You have no horses so. in this race, so just... <laughs> Assassin's Creed's out, okay? <laughs> to be honest, this is the last category I tackled. I kind of lost my concentration by this point. <laughs> Classic Jackie. Um, <laughs> Dedication is number one here. What do you think, Justin? I think we're all forgetting how absolutely stunning Infamous looked. It's great looking game. Do you think it's better looking than Sunset Overdrive? I think it's better looking than Destiny. But Destiny's locked in though, dude. I know. <laughs> Everybody voted for yeah, Destiny. Save that fight for another day. You're literally just, you have no hope of changing that. I didn't vote for Destiny. Oh, you didn't? So four or five voted for Destiny. He's got, we got one and a half. He, he did the wild card for Infamous. Uh, yeah, and... Honestly, and I have it written down here, it was just because well, of... But Infamous isn't out yet. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. This is four of the five. Destiny, Child of Light, Bayonetta 2, and Sunset Overdrive. That works. And I'm, I'm willing to drop Ground Zeroes just for the fact that I think it was more of a tech demo than anything else. I think the true, you know, the true case will be Metal Gear 5, mm. Phantom Pain. All um, right. So are we willing to say that those those four are good? Because yeah. Bayonetta and Sunder Overdrive both had multiple votes. Yeah. Um, all right. So obvi- obviously, um, I mean, Infamous has one and a half votes. So tell me why Infamous should be the fifth contender here. Okay. Neon. I mean, <laughs> pick a spot. I mean, from running around and seeing the sunsets reflected off the puddles that were on the ground to the way it looked when you pulled neon off signs, the, the flight power, seeing just the blue against the, you know, the, the autumn sky or the, um, the reddish sky. I mean, everything about that game, the, 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 the running fast, running the pink, up the walls. I mean, everything about that game either just looked like a, not like a painting, but like everything in the game reminded me of a sunset or like, paintballs hit against the wall because all the abilities popped even the smoke abilities where you're using you know you're you're turning into like into this dust the particle effects they were fantastic i mean it's i i I think it is the the nicest looking game of the year like graphically speaking child of light is my favorite one to look at because it, it looks like nothing else but when you sit there and you look at infamous you i mean it's beautiful it's a gorgeous game. You know, I just, I think that particle effects graphically, it looks great. And there's some really great choices as far as colors. I think color wise, it's amazing how, how it looks. Um, 
you know, for me, it didn't tickle like the, um, I guess the artistic side of it, like the art design, you know, I, I felt like the, you know, it's mostly recreating, you know, it's trying to recreate semi real life. Obviously there's the fantastical stuff of the, the powers and stuff like that. Yeah. But in general, like the character model, stuff like that, it was going for stark realism and, and that's fine. I mean, that's what it was trying to do, but I didn't feel like the world, I felt like Seattle felt, um, it didn't feel alive to me, you know? Um, and, because of that, I don't think I connected with it like I did with some of the smaller games that had more, um, I think, direct art styles. But that's just me. That's just because that's what I go for. Okay. Um, but if everybody else want, thinks that Infamous deserves to be on this list, then we can absolutely uh, we can absolutely lock it in. Is it up against anything else? Swapper and Transistor are the two that's up against. Nobody brought. Um, I hate to. Nobody brought uh, Grand Theft Auto Five to the table it was a it's a remaster, remaster. i feel like it's okay. like yeah okay yeah i actually am more inclined to go with transistor for the same reason as you just brought up in that infamous looks wonderful technically but if it's gonna tickle your artistic bone like transistor to me was like playing a comic book mm-hmm. and i found that it, i found it more interesting than infamous like i played infamous because it's a fun game i don't think i ever once was wanted to like take a step back and look at it I just wanted to play it. So, but <laughs> Justin's Justin gets his like, like look on his face every time, like every time he feels there, like there's a battle the, coming. Uh, the, I think the problem is, I mean, plus he has no fight against transistor. Exactly. <laughs> no. How can you fight me against transistor? Uh, I transistor is a, a great looking game. I feel like what's hurting infamous is that it came out in February. Well, almost no. a when year did transistor away. come out? Like May or March or whatever it was, right? No, it was, it was later than that. It was like May or June. Okay. So it's, it's it, the difference of a few months here. Yeah. But Transistor has like a very distinct style. So, I mean, that, that helps it stick out a little bit more. But I think if we threw in Infamous in your PS4 right now, you'd be like, oh, God, you're right. It is way more stunning than I remember. It just, for you, it didn't stand out as much. Like, that's not something that jumped out to you like it did to me. Mm-hmm. Rob, what do you think? Uh, Infamous sticks out in my head just for the fact that, you know, like you were saying before, I took multiple. That was the first like actual screenshotable game for the system, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that was the first game that actually added photo mode. Uh-huh. Yeah, so with the photo mode, I sat there and cuz when you would shoot the neon sniper rifles, it would leave that trail. Yeah. And you take a picture in photo mode, you're able to follow that bullet, you know, ac- across a whole screen. Uh, I don't know. I'd love to have that looked and like Bobby said the color palette was was perfect. All right. I mean, it seems like there's more support for for Infamous than there is for Transistor. I would well, support Infamous over Transistor. Okay. I think that's three to two. Yeah. Much, right? That's gonna. But I mean, look, I think Infamous is a great looking game. I'm not gonna argue that it's not. I just I always get prickly with because like yeah, it looks great, but again, like it's like most graphics versus you know versus art style. What else is on the list? Well, it's nothing now. No, but like what what's the top five? The top five is Destiny. Okay. Giant Game, Bayonetta Two, Giant Sunset game. Overdrive. Infamous Second Son, and then Child of Light is our one, like, small game. And not that there's, there's like, a quota. Like, it doesn't have to be even or, or two to three, but, like, I just feel like we very much favored the big... I never said what my crazy number game. one was, so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it, it, the nominees represent mostly most graphics, you know? Not that I think Destiny has a great art style. I think Destiny's art uh, is one of, some of my favorite art of, of, the, entire, of the entire year. But um, so that's our lock then: Destiny, Child of Light, Bayonetta Two, Sunset Overdrive, and Infamous Second Son. Um, all right, so let's move on to our final category of the day: um, Best Download Only Game. 
All right. So, um, Justin. Transistor. Child of Light. Ollie Ollie. Oh, boy. That one's not making it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> My wild card's not going to make it either. So. <sighs> Steve. <laughs> the Last of Us DLC. That's not, a, that's not, you can't count that. Okay. Um, Never Alone. Okay. Towerfall Ascension. And Rogue Legacy. Legacy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Legacy. Okay. Jackie. Child of Light, Valiant Hearts, Transistor. Okay. Rob. Child of Light, <laughs> Transistor, and Hearthstone. Boy. All right, Hearthstone. All right. And my are Valiant Hearts, um, the Swapper, and Transistor. So Transistor feels like a lock. Yeah, we got some locks there already, right? Uh, Transistor and Child of Light are both locks. Yes. Okay. Hmm. All right. So let me lock those in. Um, all right. Transistor and Child of Light are in. So I can check, cross them off this list. And we can talk about the others that are here. All right, what are uh, our um, wild cards? Justin? Rogue Legacy. Okay. Steve? Hearthstone. Okay. Jackie? PT. Oh, nice one. I Rob? Smooth. <laughs> NES Remix 2. Oh. Oh. Um, and my, um, my wild card was Shovel Knight. So... That means NES Remix 2, PT, and Shovel Knight are not going to be discussed. <laughs> be- Sorry. Because they're wild cards. And we can put them in our top four. I actually had written down Velocity 2X, and somehow Rogue Legacy just escaped my head today. <laughs> <laughs> just like floated away. Velocity 2X is awesome. Yeah, it yeah, is. It really is. It's a very good game. All right. So um, the only one that we have two votes for, or like two official votes for, is, is Valiant Hearts. Other uh, okay. left, left in this list, um, Rogue Legacy and Hearthstone both have one and a half. All right, so that means we have three spots, and we have Valiant Hearts, The Swapper, Towerfall Ascension, Ali Ali, Never Alone, Towerfall, um, Rogue Legacy, and Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Eight games for three spots. Mm. <laughs> Who wants to go first? All right, so Valiant Hearts is safe right now because it has two votes, so we, it's not it's not going away right now. Mm-hmm. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. So All I'll right. talk about Ali Ali. All right. So Is there any point? What? <laughs> I hate you. I'm get my phone out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't set up my apps yet. Go ahead. I'm kidding, I'm man. No, go seriously. Get a drink. I I've played through Ali Ali with a friend in Canada and I really enjoyed it, but I want to hear what you why you think it should be on the list for best download only. It brought back skateboarding. I mean, I, I the game got released uh, actually on PS4, but for a while it was a Vita exclusive, and I think it's also coming to Xbox One. And it brought back, I mean, Tony Hawk murdered skateboarding in a way, and Skate kind of did its thing and then and left. So Ali Ali is a 2D skateboarding game, and it is extremely technical. And your first, in a way, it, it's, it's a roguelike without being a roguelike, because you are just going to fail consistently over and over and over again. And you eventually learn its systems like you get a little bit further every time. And you look at the scores, like what drew me into the game was 
you look at the trophy list and it's like get 200,000 points and you're struggling to get 2,500. You just don't figure out like I just don't get it. I don't understand why it's not working. And then you just understand its systems a little bit better every time out. And it's so technical where you have to hit down on the D-pad every time you land. If you don't, you're just going to you're going to fail and your whatever points you've accumulated are just wiped away. I got to be fair, you're not really selling me on the game to this point. Well, no, because it actually requires a tiny bit of skill to play the game. Exactly. Oh, snap. <laughs> Tell me why I should play this game. It has a great soundtrack. Like really really good. Not great enough soundtrack though. Apparently. <laughs> Do you want to give up yet? No. I'm just going to keep going. No, I mean, I, 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 Ali Ali's not going to make the cut here, but I, it, it's a game that I felt deserved a bit of recognition. It, it's, it's getting a sequel. I hope that it gets more, um, more attention and that more people play the game because, you know, for if you had five minutes to play something, you could play a couple of rounds of Ali Ali and just try and build up a score. And you, can, you know, making it through the entire level without without crashing once was like an accomplishment, and you felt really good about it. So. Right. It'll get cut, but it was it's a good game. It's placing this on again. I already, had, I already, I already deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> Next. That's fine. I'm saving all my battles for for game of the year. Absolutely. So. I can't wait to see what that's like. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, let me let me give my my pitch on the swapper real quick. Um, I talked about a little bit obviously best looking game, but. Uh, much. It's it's sort of odd in the way that it's it's got something. It comes with Valiant Hearts, which is it's a puzzle game, but it's a puzzle game that uses its puzzle mechanic to tell an, a very engaging kind of deep story about what what hum, what humanity means and what identity means and who who are we really? You know, if we keep pretending to be somebody else or acting like someone else, are we in fact that person? Um, and if we walk around in someone's you know skin long enough, do you, do you do you become that person? Even though it's you inside, are you now changed because of that? And it deals also with thing, you know deals with 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 themes of exploration and how far is too far and should you ask why instead of just can you stuff like that. Um, it's got some deep existential moments as well, um, and also the puzzle mechanics are awesome. You know, it, it's one of those games that, much like you know Portal there's one one way to do it but when you figure it out when that kind of curtain gets raised and you realize that thing you could not figure out that you're beating your head against for so long and all of a sudden it kind of crystallizes into into place it's that amazing satisfying feeling um and you know in that I, we, we talked a little about endings i didn't really get into it because it didn't even get really brought up but the ending of the game the choice you have to make at the end of the game um is really kind of really cool. Uh, it's something where you're on the space station the entire game and you're trying to find a way out. And this ship comes and it's going to it's there to take you off, but when it gets readings off of you it's like, well, you're not you can't come. Like it's you, you're not going to make it because you, you know you you have this radiation or you have this sickness and you you can't get through. And you have this moment because the whole game is about swapping. You, you you make clones of yourself and you're swapping bodies to try to figure it out. You have this moment where this this guy is standing on this other end of this cliff telling you you can't come. And then it freezes and you have to make the choice. Do you stay behind or do you take over the guy's body and just go down the ship and leave? Oh, damn. <laughs> you have to make that choice at the end of the game, you know? And 
it's an, it's like this cra- you have this crazy all of a sudden huge existential choice to make like do I stay here do I remain myself and do the right thing and stay or do I basically kill this person to save myself should I stay or should I go now <laughs> and it's an insane choice at the end of the game and it's like the whole game has had you you have one mission the whole game is one mission get the hell out of there right and finally you're, you put the choice you have to choose to get out of there but you have to choose to be a murderer if you want to get out of there and basically fail the entire point of the game by making the right ethical choice exactly exactly right. so either you fail by doing the right thing or succeed by doing the wrong thing and putting you in that position and making you actually think about it i think is really really cool and so it, it's one of my favorite games of the year absolutely but it, it just blew me away playing it the way it looked the way it played the, the story that was there which i didn't expect the story to be so amazing um which is great it was much like the first portal where the story is kind of given to you um in in, in environmental context and then also reveals itself near the end as this really kind of involved big story. So that's my pitch for, for the Swapper. You got my vote. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah, me too. I've played some of it, mm. and uh, I thought it was amazing. I'm, I suck at puzzle games so hard. Mm. <laughs> so I got frustrated by one of the puzzles and was like, oh, I'm going to come back to this, and then Destiny happened. But when you mentioned the ending, mm. like I, I had no idea that there was an ending like that at right. all. So I'm really excited to go back and play yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, it's got my vote. I'm good with that. All right. I didn't really expect that to happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big, big surprise to me. All right. So we've got um, two spots left. We've got Valiant Hearts, Towerfall Ascension, Never Alone, um, Rogue Legacy, and Hearthstone. I'll, I'll do my Hearthstone. Do pitch. it, Rob. Um, <clears throat> I'm surprised it wasn't in your game of the year, actually. <laughs> Uh, it was. It'll be on my my. How do you know it's yeah. not? <laughs> it'll be on my top. I've list, seen his list. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, a free to play game, easy mechanics, uh, able to get people that have never played a collectible card game right here into it right off the bat, and to be able to learn the mecha- mechanics easily. Uh, to already have spawned huge tournaments where people are winning sixty, seventy thousand uh, dollars. The last tournament, eighteen-year-old kid gets up there, sixty thousand dollars right here. Um, I just think it's a phenomenon right now, and it's such a great game. How many hours did you put into that game? Uh, <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah, I'd say twenty plus hours. Yeah, into a collectible card game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you're able to just hang out on your iPad, uh, pull up your friends list, easily play someone you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I think it has to be on the list. Yeah, I would say that it has to be on the list as well. Um, as Rob mentioned, it being friendly for people who have never played card games before, uh, I picked up Hearthstone and immediately was had a sense of accomplishment from being able to enter into something like we got asked a question on talking comics not too long ago like what's your geek blind spot and i said tabletop card games like even something like resistance and avalon that we played like it took me at least two go arounds to really get it my brain just doesn't grasp that kind of stuff but with hearthstone i jumped in went through you know your training courses and whatnot and then before I knew it, I was facing off against people from all over the world in a card game. I can't even play poker. <laughs> and I was 
fully, fully engaged. I do go back to it every now and again. You get to customize your deck. It's free to play. Um, you don't have to pay to win. You can customize your, you know, your attacks. You can customize your characters. They just released a really great expansion pack that has um, really kind of flipped the tables on a couple of things and has made the game vastly more interesting and engaging. Um, and it's something that has the potential to keep giving back to the players, um, and especially considering, I know we're not really considering price, but the idea that it's free means that it's available to anyone who's willing to take the leap. And who has a decent computer or a four hundred dollar yeah. iPad? Yeah, but I, mean, I think it, it can have pretty much any computer no, to play it. Though you don't need a you don't need a very powerful computer to play that game. No, um, I, I'm totally fine with it being on the list. I'm absolutely fine with it. Nice. Are we everyone good with that? Yeah. Um, for me. I would like to. I'll I'll remove um, my Never Alone, okay. but I would just. Can I talk about it for a second? Yeah, of course. Everyone's doing it, so yes, of course. <laughs> Everyone's doing it, man. You should too. Um, for those who haven't played Never Alone or if you're, hes- you're hesitating on it, um, this is the other game that I was speaking about when we were talking about Valiant Hearts. As far as this, I mean, it's only been two that I can see that I've experienced myself, but I'm really, really enjoying this new kind of like educational puzzler uh, genre, or not even a genre, but just type of game that's coming out this year between Valiant Hearts and Never Alone. Never Alone is a graphically absolutely beautiful game with a heart-wrenching story about a young woman who is basically walking into the eye of a storm, of a blizzard, uh, trying to save her starving village from this harsh winter that they've experienced, a winter that won't end. And you travel with your fox spirit companion through these worlds and through this, this snowy tundra um, with a hunter and a polar bear basically at your back, a la kind of like Limbo, mm-hmm. the giant spider in Limbo. Yeah. Um, but to go along with this and to complement this, you periodically find these owls hidden throughout the game. And with each one of these owls is a fully produced, fully everything like National Graphic, uh, National Geographic style documentary that lends to the story and lends to the people and these are real people and a real tribe that exist. And this is like their folklore and their story. And even if it doesn't make it to the list, it is an absolutely beautiful game that if you've played Valiant Hearts, and there are a couple of people that have, you know, tweeted in and, mm-hmm. and Facebooked in saying that they really enjoyed it, I strongly urge you to uh, pick up Never Alone as well and experience it. Um, I've played both. They are equally as engaging as, as the other. Awesome. Um, so we only have one more game on the list that has multiple votes, um, and that's Valiant Hearts. Valiant Hearts has two votes. Um, Rogue Legacy has one and a half, <laughs> and then Towerfall has none. Um, I'm one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would mean that, w- that I would lean towards getting Valiant Hearts on the list, but if anybody wants to make more of a push for Rogue Legacy... Absolutely I, would, I have a couple of thoughts on a couple of them. Okay. Firstly, I, I would go back to what I said earlier about uh, Valiant Hearts in the, I love that game, fantastic story, but the game mechanics themselves. Well, they're simple, but the, but they're simplistic It's simple. But all I'm saying is when you're looking, when you're trying to narrow down, like you said at the beginning of, uh, you know, uh, 
few weeks ago, whenever it was, <laughs> um, about like, you know, gray areas yeah. and discussing the best mm, yeah, of the best. Absolutely. It's very small differences. Yeah. And this to me would be a small difference that as much as I love that game, it would be a small difference that possibly puts it off the list in that the gameplay itself is not top notch. And well, it's designed that way. It's different, but it, there's... It's designed to be simplistic. Right. I mean, the, the point of Valiant Hearts is the story. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. tr- trust me, Hearthstone, you're tapping a screen. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and like Child of Light also not crazy mechanically. Um, yeah, but that has, you know, that's still an RPG. You're still like assigning points and you're still making plays and well, moves yeah. and, you know. But I mean, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is like, this is a subjective, absolutely. But to me the complexity of the Valiant Heart story mm-hmm. is more interesting to me than the mechanical... Um, the turn-based RPG elements. Well, no, no, the, the, but I'm talking about Rogue Legacy versus Rogue Legacy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm saying like the, the mechanics of Rogue Legacy, the like, kind of very tight, great combat slash platforming mechanics of Rogue Legacy, yeah. I get more enjoyment out of the emotional story and the puzzle-solving elements yeah. of Valiant Hearts than I get out of, it's out of absolutely Rogue Legacy. That's the trouble. It's well, no, yeah, it's down to the point where, yeah. unfortunately, is nitpicking. Well, I will say this. they're all so good. I think Rogue Legacy and Valiant Hearts were both on your list. <laughs> so you can't really switch a vote because <laughs> <Right. laughs> both, they're both on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd be inclined to go with Valiant Hearts. Okay. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't even bother anymore. Just watch the world burn. She just spent ten minutes arguing me that she would go with Rogue Legacy or Valiant Hearts. I would go with Valiant Hearts, obviously. If I, if I would go with Valiant Hearts over Rogue Legacy, just because, even though I haven't played Valiant Hearts yet, it it came out this year. Like a hundred and ten percent, this game came out this year. And I want to see, you know, Rogue Legacy was out on the PC platform before. So I, if, if I had to, if I had to pick between the two, I would push towards Valiant Hearts. I'm the same. Valiant Hearts. Okay, so that's it then. It's locked. All right. Our five are Transistor, Child of Light, The Swapper, Hearthstone, and Valiant Hearts. Nice. All right. So those are those are locked. So go back down our nominees for these three categories. Best music, Transistor. Destiny, Bravely Default, Pixel Junk Shooter Ultimate, and Far Cry 4. Best Looking Game, Destiny, Child of Light, Bayonetta 2, Sunset Overdrive, and Infamous Second Son. Best Download Only Game, Transistor, Child of Light, The Swapper, Hearthstone, and Valiant Hearts. What up? All right. So that's it. So we're good. We're all good. Let's end this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. That brings our round two deliberations for our games of the year to a close. Uh, Join us next week when we tackle best multiplayer game, best character of the year, and game of the year. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Oh, it's It's going to be intense. I I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. I bet you Justin's going to really dig his heels in on one particular game. Yeah. I bet you Jackie's going to bring up games that you can't play. (laughs) (laughs) What came out last year? So anyway, you guys want to get in touch with us. You want to let us know what you thought of our nominations, what you think your nominations should be. There are plenty of ways to get in touch with us. One of them is through Twitter at at talking underscore games. Uh, You can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash talking games PC. And you can email us (laughs) talking games PC at gmail.com. Boom. Well done. Did and it. if you want, I bet get, you get it wrong next week, though. I bet you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm one one for three, even in my head. So uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us 
personally, you can yell at us. You can say, hey, man, or lady, I agree with you. Or you can secretly tell us that you don't like the other person's nominations. <laughs> I am at dead underscore anchorus on Twitter. Justin. I am at Jaroak, J-O-R-O-A-K. Bobby. At Bobby Shortle. At Dust1020. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jackie. Uh, Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging in with us on our first uh, Game of the Year Awards for Talking Games. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening, and we will be hitting you up next week with the final round of our deliberations, and then back the following week to crown our winners. Uh, Enjoy your new year. Be good to one another, and we'll see you soon.